Hey, hey guys. guys, welcome back. I'm Chloe and I'm Annika, and happy Saturday. Or, well, <laughs> you'll hear this on a Sunday because we've decided we're gonna post on Sundays. We're gonna post on Sundays, yeah. Okay, Chloe, what are okay. we talking about today? So, today we're gonna be talking about like college decisions and like I guess like kind of dealing with rejection or acceptance and kind of choosing where to go. Mm-hmm. And we're posting this at around this time because we know everything just came out. I think yesterday was, like, the last one. Yesterday think, was Stanford, yeah. right? Which was the last one. I think mo- mostly everything is yeah, out yeah. now. So we just wanted to give you guys some advice or kind of what we want to share our own experiences because we both kind of had, like, sort of similar but also super different experiences when it came right. to college decisions. And we also saw all of our friends go through Exactly, it. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... so- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is, okay, I kind of wrote this down because I, I think we both have quite a bit to say on this. And I think we're going to make another podcast about, like, a different side of, like, once you go to college, about, like, accepting what college you go to and whatnot. But um, I think that when we think about college decisions, we can split them into three big groups. Like, the first one is, like, you got into your dream school. Like, you applied to a REACH. And it's, like, one of those schools that you're, like, oh, like, like I could go to. Like, maybe my stats are, like, pretty good. Yeah. But, like, it's still, like, a, it's, like, Stanford and Harvard and the Ivies <laughs> of the Ivies, world, yeah. right? Like, those schools are just, like, they're just tough regardless of, like, who you are. And I think the second one is, like, you went to a school that you expected to go to. Or, like, you got into a school you expected to go to. Yeah. Or, like, like you kind of, like, went to one of your fit schools. So, you know, like, when you have, like, your safeties, your fits, and your reaches. And then you're going to one of those, like, in-between where, like, mm-hmm. you, you kind of get, like, your target school. Like, you knew you could probably get in, but you were still, like, unsure. But there was, like, a higher chance of you getting in than not getting in. Right. Like, you're happy going here, but there were better schools. Yeah. And then the last scenario would be, like, not getting into, like, anywhere you wanted to mm-hmm. go. And basically either having to go to your, like, safety school or having to go to a community college. Which, also, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, but I understand, like, I think a lot of people feel really let down yeah Yeah. so I guess we'll start by sharing like each one of our experiences Mm -hmm. Uh, I I can start Mm -hmm. so basically when I applied to college I was super undecided on like everything from like major from where to go so I didn't apply to too many schools but I didn't end up getting into a lot of schools that like I wanted to go to I was pretty much left with like a couple schools that like definitely were not my top choice and it was very very tough for me to like come to terms with that and I remember being so sad I did Mm -hmm. not go to school and I felt so like disappointed myself thinking like oh I did so much like how come I didn't get into schools or I would find myself comparing myself with my classmates who maybe did like a little bit less than me their stats were maybe a little less not as great as mine or just a little less than mine and they would get into the schools that I wanted to go to so it was really tough for me to kind of like accept it but yeah that was kind of my experience and then yeah and so my experience was also similar and something to keep in mind is me and Chloe went to schools in very competitive areas oh yeah yeah like a lot of our classmates ended up going to like ivies and like like these big big name private schools yeah Yeah. and that was like not surprising like in my like senior class I want to say like okay this could be totally wrong but i want to say like 10 easily like more than 
10 people were accepted to like ivies like there's a lot of people accepted to several ivies and obviously they did chose one Mm -hmm. so i'd say we had like i want to say 20 plus ivy acceptances oh yeah and then most of those people ended up choosing an ivy but like maybe they're like accepted to like harvard india or like brown (laughs) india like whatever and then we had to choose ones right and also not even just ivies like those big name private schools too right like, I don't know. Like, not even private, like, even, like, the Berkeleys. And, oh, like, yeah, UCLA. Yeah, Berkeley, UCLA, like, USC, like, UMish, I know, is, like, kind of climbing ranks right now. And then, yeah. But same with my school. I would definitely say, like, it was, like, just very competitive. A lot of people went to Ivy Leagues. I think my school got, like, I think six Stanford acceptances just in oh my, my year. God. Okay, and, I don't think ours was that high. And I know someone, like, sweeped the entire Ivies, got into every single one. Yeah, we had those yeah, as well. Yeah, so that's just, like, an example of how competitive our schools are. Right, so, like, and I know, like, it's definitely becoming more and more normal for this to be, like, the high school that people attend. Like, this is, like, a lot of people's high school experiences now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's also, like... Some people don't have a similar high school experience. But also, Regardless. this is, like, not super normal <laughs> to, like, yeah. get into every single Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. But I know, like, people are, like, surrounded by yeah, very people. competitive environments. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, let me talk a little bit more about my experience. So, I think that the school I went to, you were kind of expected to get into the University of Washington, which is kind of, which is kind of the only, like... It's one of the, like, there's not that many um, big colleges in Washington, and the University of Washington is definitely the the best academically out of, of those. Yeah, because it's, it's this one or Washington State. And Western Washington. There's yeah. a lot. Seattle U. Okay. There's, a, there's a couple. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know anything. I'm not from here. <laughs> there's a couple of other ones, but UW is definitely, like, academically um, the toughest to get into, and... In my cohort, that was almost, it felt like an expectation that, like, UW was, like, the bare minimum. At least that's what it felt like to me. And then other people, and then essentially, if you got into a school that was better than UW for your major, then you would go there. And so a little different from Chloe, I kind of knew that I was going to do CS, and I did want (laughs) to... I had a similar experience in that I thought that I would get into better schools, and, like, Chloe, I compared myself with my classmates who I didn't think had as like robust stats as me and I was like dang like why didn't I get in you know like (laughs) everyone has that thought but at the same time I felt like super guilty because I knew people who were trying to get into UWCS who didn't get in who I also thought were super qualified to come here Right, so it was kind of like an odd mixture of emotions because on one hand, I was like disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to meet my expectations. But on the other hand, I felt like I didn't have the right to feel that way because other people who had done just as much as me or who were maybe like better at CS or something were not given the opportunity to be a CS student at UW. Mm -hmm. So that was my general thought. And I think... Also, I was going to also say that I was also waitlisted by a ton of places. I honestly think I got more waitlist than I did rejections. And waitlists are very, very bad. They're kind of like false hope. And I think that my waitlist definitely negatively affected me because I was like holding on to so much hope mm. with those waitlists. And I like when I when I had to start planning to like come to the University of Washington, I was so behind because like I kept telling myself, oh, it's OK. I still have a chance with these waitlists. So I didn't put in that much like 
I guess, effort into planning my courses, getting my stuff done as I, as I should have. Yeah. But I think that, like, that's not to say that, like, don't be proud of your waitlist and don't, like, have hope for your waitlist, but definitely... Just know that, like, don't put that at the top of your list. Focus on, like, whatever school you're already going into. Yeah, definitely start planning in case those waitlists don't come out in your favor. Okay, but I think that kind of summarizes our experiences. And now I was thinking we would go more into depth about, like, how to handle things if you're in one of, like, these three categories that we mentioned at the beginning. And I think that we can kind of group the last two about you're either, like, going to a school of your expectation, like, a fit school that you weren't really sure if you would get into, but you thought you had pretty good chances, and you were unhappy, and you, like, went into, like, a safety school, or, like, you thought that you could do much better than you did. I think those two, you can kind of group together, because most of these people ended up applying to their dream schools and getting rejected, and I think the big difference in college applications is whether you get into that reach school or if you don't. Like, that's kind of, like, the two Two scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Because... All over TikTok and whatever, you see all these people, like, opening, like, their Ivy Day acceptances, whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, all those, like, all those stories are, like, wow, like, these people, like, got into their dream school. Damn. But there's not so many of them, like, where they open it to, like, oh, a generic yeah. public school. So, and yeah. that's their dream school. And so, also, yeah. I think it's important to know that, like, what you see on the internet, like, Obviously, people will only ever post if they get into their dream school. So it's very, very easy to be, like, let down because you're like, oh, my God, everyone out there is, like, they're, like, getting into the school they want to go to. And, yeah, but it's not it's not a very common thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So let's talk a little bit about, let's say you got into your dream school. This is the ideal scenario. And congrats from our podcast. <laughs> And that's that's a really big accomplishment, and I think that... You should be extremely proud of yourself. Right. And I think that m- most of all, you should be happy, because I'm sure not all of your friends got into where they wanted to go, but you should be so proud of yourself, because you... Okay, there's a reason you got accepted. Like, obviously, you hear all these stories about people being, like, oh, like, say there's a person of color, and, like, oh, "Oh, it's, like, a diversity card. Literally, that is such bullshit. Like, have faith in yourself that, like, because you were a good candidate, whatever school you got into, they wanted you. They saw something in you. Yeah, because there's so many other people that will fall into those same diversity quotas that weren't accepted. So they saw something in you, and you did something right to get admitted to this school so literally congratulations slay (laughs) you did so well and i think um another thing to keep in mind is to always thank the people who helped you get there and i really saw this from people who got into really good schools like people who got into ivy's in my school at least they like went through all the teachers they've ever had in high school and they went and thanked them and i thought this was really sweet Personally, I didn't do this because I didn't really get into one of my dream schools. But I think that regardless of the outcome of college decisions, you should always thank, like, your parents, your teachers, your teachers whoever wrote your letter of rec. Yeah, your mentors. You should thank all these people because they definitely played big roles mm-hmm. in helping you. 
but yeah, that's my thoughts on dream school. Do you wanna do you wanna like add anything to if like I mean, you're in an ideal situation? Congrats, you. This is like the dream. This yeah. is what everyone wants, and just be happy and celebrate yourself. Yeah, this is like you're in the most ideal situation. So I guess the second scenario would be you got into a college that is like just your target or you're unhappy with the college that you're going to yeah essentially like you thought you could do better like maybe maybe like this thought isn't held in like that much concrete evidence but you're like oh the people around me did better or the people around me did less things and they got into better schools regardless you're like not completely happy with With where where you're going And this is probably the most common scenario for all high school students. And I think the most important thing to remember if you're in this scenario is that you cannot compare yourself with other people. You can't spend all your time thinking like, oh, they had like worse stats than me or I did more things than them. How come I didn't get in when they got in? And that's like a very, a very bad mentality because first of all, it's not fair to you because you mm-hmm. definitely put your best foot forward. And I think something that honestly Chloe really helped me realize is that sometimes like you could be just as deserving or more deserving to go to like whatever school that you wanted to go to, but luck plays such a big role. And I really didn't even think about this cuz it's really easy to think about college as a linear thing. Like, like, if I do this and this and this, I'll get in. Right, or, like, if I do better than the lowest common denominator that they're accepting, I'll get in. But I think that's... Well, I know that that's not always true. Because there are so many examples of people who were grossly overqualified as compared to, like, other people that are accept- accepted to this school. Even if it's, like, in the same major, it's, like, the same everything. They're applying to the same major, same program, with, like, all the same, um, I guess, goals when they go into that college. And one person did so much more, but they didn't get in. And I think in that time, something that might really bring you comfort and, I guess, like, peace with what has happened is blaming it on luck instead of mm-hmm. yourself. For instance, whoever just happens to read your application, they're they're the main people who are deciding whether or not you get in. That person could have just been in a bad mood that day. Or maybe they they had just read over like ten of the same files where everyone had the same profile, essentially like the same everything. And they just had to make a decision of like which one am I gonna accept, which one am I not gonna accept. Like, these, like, those are stories that we hear about so much. Like, okay, for me, I'm, I'm on, I was on TikTok during my college, like, acceptance time a lot, and I would hear so many stories about so many counselors who are, like, sometimes, like, they're just not in a good mood, and, like, a perfectly good candidate was, like, chucked, even though, like, you had the stats, you had the, like, everything was in your favor, and they were just, like, they had a bad sandwich that day, you know? Like, they were just pissed off after yeah. lunch. But you, know? you have to realize that at the end of the day, whoever is determining whether or not you get into these colleges, it's like a total of, like, maybe three people right. who are looking at your application. That's... It's just three people's opinions. Right. And, like, okay, in the normal world, if three people, like, read, like, a text or, like, say that you're... 
Common App and your general application. Wait, your personal statement. <laughs> I was like, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> your personal statement is super vulnerable. If some, like, random three people read, like, some section of, like, say something really personal about you, like, like your diary or your journal or something, and they're like, damn, this person does not deserve to go to, like, a... An Ivy League. To an Ivy League. You're gonna be like, who cares what you think? Like, you, you've you taken a single page out of my life. Yeah. And you and have you've made no, so many yeah. assumptions about whether or not you deserve to be where, like, whatever school you want to be at. And... Let's, like, okay, for a second, let's break down what, like, rejection means. And more importantly, what it does not mean. First of all, it has nothing to say about you as a person. Yeah, or your capabilities, your academics. Yeah, nothing to say about you as a person and absolutely nothing to say about your future. Yeah, that is so true. You have to remember that. I think, like, that is, like, the two, like, just reminding myself about those two things was the most important thing. And it's such a tough pill to swallow because it's so easy to be, like, this is such a good school. I didn't get into this good school. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough for them. Right. Or, like, all these people from the school are, like, bound to be rich, and now that I'm not going, I'm, I'm not going to be yeah. wealthy. It's not even about what school you go to. It's about what you make of the situation wherever you are. The resources right. that are available to you, they're available at every single college. You just have to decide whether or not you will use that. Yeah. Like, at every single... Okay, every Ivy League who's, like... <laughs> overfunded basically and literally every single big public university you will have access to very similar resources granted there's definitely something to be said about the quality of ivy league resources i do think that we can safely say that the quality of those resources um yeah are probably a just because there's less people so they get a little more like focus and attention yeah. they'll get a mm-hmm. little bit more one-on-one time okay that being said you do need to like just internalize and this is it's not like a it's not like a flip of a switch. It's definitely something you have to keep telling yourself that like just because I didn't get into this college, it doesn't mean anything about my life. It really means nothing. Like, my dad would always tell me this when I would tell him that I was upset that I didn't get into like my top choices. And he was like, Everybody has different paths. Right? Like these like you can take a different path and still go to the same destination or even a better destination. Like just because you have been forced to because it's not like really my choice that like I didn't go to these schools but just because you were forced to take a different path does not mean that the place that you're going to end up is going to be any worse Mm -hmm. like for example I know people who like took completely different paths one went to a great university one went to like a public or not I don't want to say mediocre but maybe just not as good as university And one of them got a job right out of college. The other one continued on to go to, like, grad school, master's, everything. They got their PhD. But now those two people are working the exact same job at the exact same place. So it's really not about the name of your university or, like, the prestige. And I do think, like, I do think that there's, like, an advantage to, like, going to, like, a school that has, like, good branding. Because obviously, like, Whenever you hear, like, oh, like, somebody went to Stanford... You automatically think, like, wow, you must be super right. smart. Maybe they're literally the most emotionally unintelligent person you have ever met in your life. Like, this person has no self-awareness, no awareness of their, like, situations. But, like, if you don't know that and you're, like, they're, like, oh, I went to Stanford, you're, like, damn. Like, this wow. person is is a smarty pants. <laughs> Maybe they're not. Right? Like, there's so many factors past college that are going to define who you become as a person and that's low-key what matters exactly okay we're going to just wrap up this like part of 
like accepting it and I think these are a lot of you might not be ready to hear this yet just because I know that college acceptances like just came out and I'm just gonna like talk about what you can do moving forward and talk about like what I did and what I wish I did so like I'm gonna tell you the most ideal scenario for me and that was like reflecting on Oh yeah, so I guess the main thing is reflecting on why I thought I didn't get into the school. Because I think sometimes, sometimes it might be like, I think this is some, this is also a really hard pill to swallow, but sometimes it might be that you were not cut out for the school. Like, like sometimes you really like just, you, you really just did not impress the... The, uh, the admissions office. Admissions. Like, for example, there's this, like, TED Talk I've seen all over the internet, and it's titled, Harvard is Hard. Basically, they're saying that, like, it's tough to get in, but it's another another experience to just, like, get through the academics there. So maybe, like... Maybe they really did not think you were cut out. And that... They're just looking out for you, honestly. Yeah, they're trying to save you, girl. <laughs> yeah, because imagine, like... You're not actually academically qualified to get into a school. You get in. You suffer so much. I guarantee you will be more miserable than you did if you had just gone to a school that maybe you could have handled a little more better, like, yeah. academically. And that, dude, that is the worst thing to be told. Like, you really, you, you genuinely just weren't cut out. Because most of the time, we just keep telling ourselves, like, okay, it was, like, luck. Like, the admissions officer must have been in a bad mood. Like, I was fully qualified. I was as qualified as the next person. But maybe, it just maybe you weren't. Maybe you weren't. I'm saying maybe you weren't. But if you were not, think about what you could have done to achieve this literally impossible goal. Because getting into these schools is genuinely the most difficult you thing. You honestly have a higher chance of surviving getting shot in the head than <laughs> getting into any of these schools. Just, like, in general. For the general person. Not, like, if, <laughs> if you're working hard, you got this, I swear. But, like, just reflect on what you think you could have done better. Because this is not the end of, like, your life where you're applying to things. I mean, like, you can always transfer. Like, that's always an option. Right. If you if you decide you're unhappy, you have a second chance. Right. But I'm, like, saying, like, even aside from colleges, you're going to be applying to so many more things in your life. Like, internships, like, jobs. Clubs, clubs too, in college. Yeah, like, different organizations. Like, there's going to be so many more times, like... More often than not, you're working for somebody else, so you're applying to say that I'm qualified enough to work for you. So there's going to be so many chances for you to use the skills that you use during college apps. And I just think that you should reflect on what you think you could have done better. Because a lot of the times, it's not really the application. It was, like, during high school, you could have, like, done something different. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like, going forward, you can, like, make that change. But on the flip side, it really wasn't you. Like, you were just as qualified... You had the exact same stats. You didn't get in. And I think at that point in time, you're just like, whatever. You really just need to move on. You just, yeah, you just need to shift the blame. It's, like, not your fault at all. Blame it on something else. Because if you genuinely think to the bottom of your, like, heart that you could not have done anything better, there's no reason for you to be mad at yourself or upset with yourself. You just have to channel that energy into moving forward making the best of your situation at your new school and maybe you love it dude who knows maybe you love it <laughs> okay so the last thing that i want to touch on is community college and 
I think from both where we were from, like where we went to high school, there was honestly such a negative stigma around community mm. college because like people would think like, oh, you're going to community college because like maybe you didn't have any other option. But when real in reality, community college is not a terrible option. I think like it helps you save money and especially there was a community college like super close to me and they had like a guaranteed transfer into one of the UC schools, which is like amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think that once you get past this like negative stigma, you'll really be able to make the best of your situation. Like academically going to community college will save you so much money. Like mm-hmm. you live at home, you you're paying maybe like less than $500 to take your classes, which is such a good deal because when you're at even a public school, you still have to pay around like I would say maybe 30,000 a year just to go to school there. And community college is also a great option if you're unsure about what you want to study. Because Mm -hmm. if you go to a school and you study something you have absolutely no passion in, you're essentially wasting that year, wasting that money. You might have to even spend an extra year at whatever university you're at just to take the classes you need in order to graduate with whatever major you end up picking. And if you just need this year of of community college to kind of like gather your thoughts, really try new things, it's honestly perfect. And community colleges, most of them, most people who go to CC will always end up transferring out into public school. And that's a that's a perfectly fine option. Yeah, and even if you don't transfer, at the end of the day, as long as you're making the best of the situation that you're put in, I think that you can be proud of yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, like, that's, like, that's our overall thoughts about getting into college. I know some parts of this was really tough love and i apologize (laughs) especially because i know it's fresh in your guys' mind but honestly this is stuff i wish i would have known back then when i was processing because i genuinely was so sad didn't really just did not go to school because i felt like if i went to school i would have to look at people and they'd be like oh where'd you get into and i have to say like oh i didn't get in Mm, yeah yeah it's always the worst part because you like grew up with these people you were always like Mm -hmm competing to these people competing with these people and this was like the ultimate test and i for me like i never looked at my friends as my competitors but when you are all comparing your college acceptances then you really feel like you guys are all competing with you're like pitted against one another yeah and that's just hopefully it does not test your guys' friendships though yeah i don't think no i don't think it it had any impacts on my friendships i think like sometimes it was really tough to be, be happy, happy yeah, yeah, yeah. for that's, your friends. That's so true. Like, and that's okay. I want you to understand that that's okay. And if you're a person who's gotten into a really good school and there are people around be you... Be mindful that who other are not did not get into that school. Please be cognizant of what other people are going through. Mm-hmm. That That's really important. Like, remember. sometimes it is too much to ask your friends to be proud of you when they also wanted to get to a school just as much as you wanted to get into this one and they weren't able to. So really, like, be aware of be aware of what the people around you are going through, especially in this time. And also remember to celebrate even the smallest wins. Like, at least you got into college or you're graduating high school. You're done. This is, like, the toughest part. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most turmoil. Yeah, you're done with your required education. If you never <laughs> want to go to school, you don't have to. You're done. You're done. But... Even though we said that all this advice really helped us, it's easier for us to say that now that it's been a year. (laughs) But honestly, if you want to just cry in your bed, be sad, 
then do it. It's okay. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. You're you're allowed to be sad. Yes. You can mourn what you if you expected more, you expected more. You can be sad. You are entitled to any emotion that you're exactly. feeling at this time. Mm-hmm. This is not but this is not an excuse to like be an ass to anybody. Yeah, the, okay, that's so true. Yeah, just just process your emotions on your own by yourself. Yes. Talk to people if you need, but do not take it out on anyone else. I agree. And I think that during this time, sometimes it's really nice to process your emotions alone because it's really easy for you to, like, snap at people, your friends who maybe got into better schools, your (laughs) friends who maybe got into worse schools but are making you feel bad about getting into your school, your parents who might have expected more. I think that if it's possible, take some time alone. And just allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. And then come back to this, listen through it, and realize you're a bad bitch, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. But yeah. We hope you guys learned a little something, or are maybe just having an easier time processing all these college decisions. And just know, you will succeed wherever you go. If you put your mind to it, if you work hard, if you have a goal in mind, it doesn't really matter where you are. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to make the most of your situation. Anyways, thank you guys for spending 30 minutes with us today. We really enjoyed talking to you. Let us know where you end up go to co- where you go to college or where you're thinking of going to college or where you've committed. <laughs> We'd love to know. You have to celebrate everything. Yes, celebrate the small things. Anyways, make sure to tune in next week for another chit chat. Bye guys.